Welcome to Sports Talk with Kifuin. I'm your host, Kifuin Jabulu. Welcome to New, new, new episode. Wanted to do one yesterday. I fell asleep. And because I usually wake up around midnight or after that, just so I could record, you know. Actually make it uh, better. Like, no oh man, I work better when there's peace, quiet, and silence. Silence! <laughs> Silence, you minions! <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I get that's not funny, but, yeah, it works better that way. It's just how it is. The first topic of the day and the first order of the day. Um, oh, I, I don't know, man. No, let's go with France. Yeah? No, let's go with Turkey, actually. Hey, these guys were were dog horses for a lot of people, yeah. But ha 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 ha! These guys had such an amazing defense, and then all of a sudden they concede so many goals. Yo, and for me they've been the disappointment of the tournament so far, so far, so far. They are the disappointment. If France goes up, goes out earlier than let's say semi-finals or even finals then they'll be the disappointment of the tournament but as for right now you can't tell me it's not turkey turkey are the you know, disappointment of the tournament because there are a lot of people dog there are a lot of people's dark horses also mine but to a very lesser extent for me with spain and italy but damn how can you do that how can you do that? You go, you go in with a very, very great defense, and then you come out doing in the tournament. This is what you do. You don't show up. Everyone is doing their own thing. Like also, the management needs to take responsibility for this man. They didn't even make enough changes. The defense, I get it. The defense was working before you got here, but when it's no longer working, when you get here, you change a few things up. For me, they hardly did that enough. They, even Chonaloglu in the previous game, not the one against Switzerland, but in the other game, he was supposed to be taken off and he wasn't taken off. And I was like, this dude is having a stinker. He's, he's awful today. Take him off. The coach didn't. He was relying on a moment of brilliance. Like, oh, maybe King. It was the game against Wales. He was saying, I'm just hoping he can give me that moment of brilliance. And I was like, ah, this one is full of shite. <laughs> I was like, ah, this one is not going to work. And it didn't really work for them. I So. It, it's very strange for for people to come up to me and make suggestions. Yeah, it was just a it was just a terrible match to me. On Turkey, have had a terrible tournament. Attackingly, they haven't clicked going forward. For me, whenever I've watched Turkey, they haven't looked fluid enough going forward. A lot of the things that they that they've done. They'd get their wingers would, would would create space, but sometimes they wouldn't even have enough bodies in the box. So 
even if you'd have enough numbers in the box, sometimes it's the luck. And sometimes people not making the right runs and people weren't making the right runs. And sometimes it was crosses not being being properly put in and they wouldn't dominate midfield at certain most times. Or if they did against Wales, they couldn't even stop the counter-attack. So, and especially against Wales, they had two warnings that Ramsey was going to run in behind from deep with a pass from Gareth Bale. Two! And you, st- and you still let that man go in and score in the third time. You know what they say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. I must be a damn fool. Because I can't even learn from my own mistakes. They can't even learn from their own mistakes. How in the hell are you going to progress if you can't even learn from your own mistakes? Some of these things really baffle me. People don't want to learn. Bit by bit, people don't want to learn. Tell them... Football or even any sports, I mean, why is Floyd Mayweather so great as a boxer? Because he makes in-ring adjustments. He sees, oh, I'm getting beat here. Let me make a few changes. Hungary. Oh, this is what Ramsey is doing. So Yonchu, as one of the most senior members of that defense, should be saying, bruh, we're getting run over. This is what we should do. There were no leaders on the pitch. I'm sad to say this, but no leaders on the pitch. and They've looked lost this entire time. And Hungary or Turkey deserved it. Let me move on to France. Le Bleu. Le Bleu. <laughs> ah, man. French, French, French. Come on, man. The French actually played decent, decent football. They're top of the league. They're top of the table right now. Not top of the league. Hey, top of the league, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top of the table. Okay. So, with France, they missed a lot of chances. If they scored some of the chances that they missed... I was watching something. Someone was like, "You should go on a counter attack. They should start counter attacking more." And I was like, "I totally disagree with that notion because against Germany, they created like one or two chances. And they buried one. They didn't create a lot of chances. The match against Hungary created a lot of chances. You can get a lot of goals. Luck just wasn't on your side. Just accept it." The one thing where I felt they could have made a change is they were getting overrun in midfield. Should have changed it to a 4-2-3-1 immediately, especially for counter-attacks. Because now you're pushing those two forward and then you're going to have to have at least three sit- sitting deep. Even though he's he's had three sitting deep, but it wasn't working, at least have Rabiot sitting in there and then maybe Pogba as your, as your number 10 move, Greece to the wide and then Mbappe wide and then have then have um, Benzema up top. But that just didn't happen. A lot of these things, yeah. A lot of these things, a lot of people don't want to... It's about thinking processes... Or you could even have taken drop Pogba down and then 
at, at, at certain times, I wonder where Turam is, to be honest, because to me, Turam looks like a baller, yeah? He looks like a baller. And let me check, man. Um, let me let me quickly make a like a check. The last time I checked, he was he was there. He was taken to the Euros. If I'm not mistaken, Marcus Ram went to the Euros, man. You see, um, Euros twenty, Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, this man was selected, Marcus Ram. I don't know. He could take people on. Like I don't understand why wasn't he on the bench? Like you, this man had to be on the bench as left winger. He gives you something else now. You can move out Mbappe to the right. You put him in. Take Rabio off. Then now you have a squad. Then now you could do something different. Although you were playing kind of playing a double pivot, you kind of being a bit defensive, but be allowing yourself to get more into the game, to get more stuck in. And now you have two more than one or two players. Because now what they did was they made it they made everything small. They made it so compact. So what you really needed to do was actually play through very, very, very very quickly. And I don't think they France has a lot of uh, well they don't have not that I think they just don't have too many people or maybe they don't have those one twos in them like if it was in Italy it's a completely different story like you know, those one twos into small areas they practice them with France I'm not that sure it's not that visible on the eye so that's what you needed more or you needed someone that could take people on Mbappe could do that but they doubled him and then so now with Turam and then you have Luca Dina playing out wide now you have those who now the, uh, the left back and the right back because they were playing a 4-4-2 defensively so now each one has to pick and choose now Turam can go one-on-one take someone on pass them and then then he's created space because they always doubled people because they knew no one they knew no one was helping so it's always about help, man. Football and any team sports, you should help each other. Then the magnum opus, Portugal versus Germany. But this match, some of these analysts, man, you know what, man? I say, I say analysts sometimes. But anyway, so I watch the, the games for myself and I watch it for you guys. You know what? Uh, yeah. But Portugal versus Germany. Germany knew the weakness was Semedo. So they play on Rafael's side. And I don't know how they got dominated on the wings. And yet you have a left back, right back. And you have a right wing. And you have a left wing. Like it's supposed to be 2v1. When that person comes through. you got... <sighs> Man, some of these things amaze me. How these, how certain coaches think. So, with, man, okay, running with that French issue, before I go into this one, Marcus Turan should be there ahead of Dembele. I don't care who says what, man, you can't trust Dembele. Dembele might get injured. I don't, know, I don't even know why Dembele was even brought at home, man. Should have just stayed at home. Anyway, 
frustrates me. So, yeah, let me go in Portugal versus Germany. Uh, with Portugal, what what they did was play a bit of one two on one side. They knew that Rafael was the problem. So now they knew that Rafael is way better than Semedo. So who are we gonna target mostly? Semedo. Although they did get a bit of joy with Kimmich, but not as much as they got with through Semedo. So a play on um, Rafael's side, and knowing that Semedo is very naive defensively, he tucks in too much. So especially when you play on the other side, and as soon as they play on the other side, immediately as they switch switch the ball and pass it to Gwisens, he's in trouble. He is chasing his tail. He's literally chasing his tail because why? One, one, two, boom. The ball gets hit to the other side. He's tucked in way too much. If you look at the match, Semedo was tucked in way too much for a right back. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, and Hungary made a... And now I'm starting to get flashbacks. But anyway, let me. they made a stupid mistake. Let the ball bounce. You never ever let the ball bounce when you're defending. But anyway... That's neither here nor Okay, so questions, and and especially when they conceded the goal, Germany, right? I mean Portugal. They, yeah, Germany conceded the goal to Portugal first up, and they had dominated. And I was like, keep on going. No reason, because you've created a few chances or opportunities. But keep going, you've been dominating the match. And they kept on going and they created a goal. All because play one side, hit it to the other side. And then now it's one-on-one versus Semedo. And we all know that Semedo can't defend, man. That man is a walking twin style. (laughs) He's just there, man. He's just there to add numbers. He doesn't really do anything going backwards defensively. And attackingly, he's good, but... Not great. So, yeah, his positioning is just off, has just been off. And then, now the coat, you can clearly see oh, that he's on crack. You're getting clearly outrun in the midfield. And you're getting bossed in midfield. Why? Because you have two midfielders who can't dictate play. Who are very bad against a high press. What does he do? He takes off Bernardo Silva and he puts on Renato Sanchez instead of taking one of Danilo or William Carvalho. Like, is this man kidding me? Is this a man kidding me? Is this man serious, man? You have two midfielders who can't play. And then now you're still leaving them in there when you're against the press. Like, make that make sense. Make that make sense. They both can't play and you're still keeping them in. And then now you take off Bernardo who's giving you energy where you should have taken out one of those two city holding midfielders. I mean, it was 2-1. Bernardo can play as an 8, hold and go. And Bruno played like crap. But anyway. But this Portuguese team, right? They're supposed to be favorites. They're supposedly favorites, right? But well, from from what I've seen, 
the they are crap fam from what i've seen from that um portuguese team they are crap they're not as good as everyone thinks you know they have a lot of talent but not a lot of cohesion you know when you're not cohesive in a team and to me it just feels like something's way off it just looks like there's something off everyone is a is a step off ruben diaz is just of a step off i think cancelo is cancelo is a very big miss for them jao cancelo man comp- man cancelo and semira is like night and day <laughs> Man, if I had Semedo as a as a right back, and if I was center back, <laughs> you can't even trust him because now you also have to think about actually kind of covering for his job because this man stink stinks. And if they were gonna do something, they should have actually changed it to a back three because Semedo stinks. I get it. He also sucks in a back five, but he's gonna be less exposed in a back five than he is in a back three. But anyway, yeah, and he should have put on Jao Felix at some certain point in time, man. You know, if you're taking off Bruno, they needed someone that could, because they've shown that if you go and run at that German team. With that bit of moment of brilliance, then you can have something, especially in that midfield where Tony Cross doesn't have a lot of legs, and that midfield didn't have a lot of legs in it. If you add Jao Felix, you can take the ball, run with it, then now you have something, especially on the counter attack. But yeah, man, the coach, the, you know, sometimes and coaching, coaching, um, and the coaching at the Euros has been. <laughs> It's been baffling to say the least. And Spain, Spain, Spain. Come on, man. Spain have a huge striking, a huge strikers problem. <laughs> Ooh, and how do you spell Spain without the ping? <laughs> you can't. Ooh, yeah. No, man. Yo. It's just a way off, man. This whole Spain situation. Because you can't have two two people missing. You have two of your strikers missing golden opportunities. I mean, Spain are what? Third now. They're third. Behind Slovakia and Sweden. And it's not like Spain have played terribly. They've played amazing football. It's just that they just didn't get the rub with the green. You know, sometimes you play so well and you don't get the rub with the green. That bit of luck. <laughs> sometimes you just need luck, man. Football is sometimes just about luck. Can I get luck to win? Spain and Scotland for me have been... Oh, I've enjoyed. You know what? It's Italy. Oh, Italy. Scotland have been playing amazing football and I saw them before before what? Gwenje I saw them before before this tournament started the, the build up you know they played those Molanyana matches friendlies and Scotland I was impressed with how Scotland are playing man 
very very impressed with how they played. They 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 run the midfield like they dominate, and I, I, was, I was so impressed with them. Huh? They dominate the midfield, and especially on the wings, their problem is scoring and getting that bit of luck. You know, they, you know, you just need that that inch of luck. For me, they might be that team that surprises everyone, but they play amazing football. I'm surprised, man, to say Scotland, Scotland, and playing amazing football. They play good football. First match, they played amazing football. They lost. Second match, they played amazing football and drew. Let's hope third match, play amazing football and win. So it's getting better and better. But for me, yo, I enjoy watching Scotland. I can't miss a Scottish game from, from especially in this tournament, if it's going to be their last match. I can't miss it. I really can't. They are. They look so solid. They look so good. They can control the tempo. It's just so fluid. You know what? Some of the things that the Portuguese team is missing is right there in that um, Scottish team. That fluidity with the talent that the Portuguese have, they should be able to play almost like the Scottish are playing. The manager, yeah, man, the manager should change a few things. Is he's trying to protect his defense way too much and thus sacrificing that attacking prowess that he'll have. But against France, I'll put those. <laughs> you, you try to be defensive but have break, have counter-attacking prowess. I mean, João Felix, he can take people on, especially on a counter-attack, taking people on and having the ball. And I thought he should have been utilized. And he wasn't utilized I, I wonder why he wasn't utilized. Right? <sighs> These managers really surprised me. And then Italy. You know, Italy are the first team to win the group stages without conceding a single goal. They haven't conceded a goal in like 10 matches. And I, they were like, one of my daughters, I said, yo man, Italy. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, they, they proving me right. For saying they're gonna be dark horses, and wow, very happy, very very happy, very happy with them. But do I think they'll win it? There's a chance, but I don't. Um, they just now equaled their their longest unbeaten run as a country, as thirty games. Will they beat it? Sure, they they'll beat it, but. How far will it go? I just think it will end. And other people... You see... Other people don't think it will end. I think it will end. And they'll end up losing. Because now you're not really used to losing. Or even going behind. Now can you do that? Because... The team today... Once Wales... Got that red card. The match was over. To be honest. It was over. And Wales didn't even. Wales didn't offer anything going forward. Because now. He had split up Daniel James and Gareth Bale. And for me Gareth Bale should have been playing the 10 position. So he could create. Because 
he's the one that's been creating the chances and that was like a dumb move but anyway they qualified it was a dumb move and and then to each his own <laughs> and they ended up bringing on more and yeah I, I i've just been okay with things and lastly let me go to the nets Okay, now the Clippers just took an L and Devin Booker. Ooh, I was Devin Booker cook. The Nets lost. They took an L yesterday. And yeah, Skip Bayless. Where is Skip Bayless at, man? That man kept, keep on saying KD more clutch than LeBron. Don't get twisted here. We got to appreciate the greatness that is KD. That man just came back from an Achilles in injury. Dropped, dropped 40. He dropped 40. And I gave him 7. He dropped 40. Unfortunately, his teammates couldn't help him. I don't blame him. But all I'm saying is, you man, skip Bayless where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> and, no, I was just watching the Clippers versus... The Suns. And the Clippers, I knew that the Suns would win because I was like, yo, man, the Clippers don't have, firstly, they don't have a big man deal with Aiden and Boogie. Come, he quickly got into foul trouble. So that wasn't going to work. So who they have to guard him? They don't have no one. And Devin Booker always get into his mid range. Yo, Devin Booker always gets to his sweet spot. You know that mid-range is deadly. Seen it against it. And they kept on letting him get to the mid-range. I'm like, stop. Stop. Y'all gotta stop getting him to the mid-range. Make him shoot a three. If Devin keeps on shooting threes and he shoots me lights up, cool, I'll take that. But what I'm not gonna allow you to do is shoot twos to get to your mid-range spots. That's what they did. They kept on allowing him. You know, I was like, man, these dudes keep on letting him get to his sweet spot. Don't. And they, for me, even in the paint, man, Clippers didn't even look that good in the paint. Rebounding. I don't know. I don't know what the stats were, but three-point shooting, first off, they, they were better. But rebounding, the Suns were way better. And that's where you win. That's where you win games by creating second second place so yeah Devin Booker star his first 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 Western Conference final he drops 40 a 40 triple dub <laughs> yeah, they were shaking and they it's not like the, the Suns were playing outstanding off offense this is Yo, they were just playing might have just playing high pick and high pick and roll high pick and roll sometimes like yo they just take the ball up. Oh, especially in transition, they got for me they look very deadly on transition. Clippers get a bucket completely straight out. Or even if they miss a rebound, straight into transition and then get those easy twos. They take twos. They wouldn't yo, let me go get threes. No, get your twos. Like I don't get what's this obsession with certain teams like 
the sons understand their limitations and they work within them like you we're, we're we're good shooting twos if we can shoot threes that's fine but twos will keep us in the game and will keep us edging forward they'll keep us ticking on the scoreboard and that's all that matters if if threes fall then then they fall chip if they don't then they don't but we still got our twos we still keep chipping along that's the most important part and Guys, this has been Sports Talk with Kifuya. I hope you guys enjoyed this half as much as I enjoyed making this for you. Yeah, I had to pack in a lot of things because I didn't record the other day. And sorry for that. But this has been Sports Talk with Kifuya. Hope you enjoyed this. And I'm out.